I'm Paul. Oh, is that your ET voice? That's my ET. I don't know. Oh. That's a, it's an ET voice. Yeah. Okay. Elliot. Uh, uh, oh my God! It just keeps happening. <laughs> I, I think I'm done now. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Because this is this is gonna be a bad one. Holy shit! Uh, y'all, this is I don't know a podcast where apparently a librarian and ET look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Hey, Paul, do you have a bad synopsis? I have three, Beth. Paul wants extra credit. That's just for because how much I care about this show and work so hard. You work so hard. I work so hard. I have three, <laughs> and I think I put them in ascending order of goodness. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. My first bad synopsis is just crotch shots of government agents. Yes! Oh, my God! I literally <laughs> called him crotch keys the entire time in my notes. Crotch keys. Yep. <laughs> Okay, number two, <laughs> number two, D&D night ruined when kid brother fails to deliver pizza. <laughs> That's accurate. Fucking, he steps right on that fucking pie. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, number three. Number three, this is the most accurate and the most reflective of my own childhood experience of E.T., Terrifying alien destroys boy's childhood innocence through non-consensual psychic link. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. That's a uh, non-consensual psychic link. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, guys. E.T. was... Uh, E.T. was I'm... a fucking thing. Wow. It was, it was released on June 11th. <laughs> 1982, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Melissa Matheson, starring Dee Wallace, Henry Thomas, Peter Coyote, and Baby Drew Barrymore. Um, she's Baby Drew in my notes the yeah. entire time. Yeah. Uh, music by Paul's boyfriend, John Williams. Mm. Yes. I wish I had been noting that from the beginning of this podcasting adventure, but I'm going to note it now. <laughs> um, the what, Rotten- that I'm in love with John Williams? Well, that and also just when he has done the music, because it's a majority oh, yeah. of the time, it's it feels like. Yeah, it uh, Rotten Tomato score is 98% tomato meter and 72% audience score. So I think I know what you're going to tell me, but Paul, tell, tell our listeners what was your experience with E.T. My as a kid? terrifying experience. Okay, I have a few Paul, You can't see him, but he's got like a weighted blanket and he's shaking in the corner <laughs> like he's This is an audio again. medium. Um, <laughs> so let, let me start. Uh, here's the thing. That's the scene uh, for us. E.T. scares the ever-loving shit out of me as a kid. And I don't know how old I was when I saw this, but clearly I was too young when I saw this movie. Sure. And let me tell you a little bit of something about my parents. Um, we had, when I was growing up, uh, we had a VHS tape player right like many families in the 80s and 90s except my parents didn't buy movies all right we used the vhs player almost exclusively to record movies off of the television when they were on or play like home movies and also remember that they did not have cable so they were recording we were we were bootlegging movies off tv all the time which is probably why so many of these movies I remember like the made for TV version. Do you 
did you ever go to fucking Video Factory or Blockbuster? Like what? No, we went to Video Country, which was What's the in the fuck <laughs> Video Country, which was like a, a sketchy. I, there had to be a, like a back room behind a curtain in that store. But Absolutely, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. sounds that way, my friends. <laughs> the floors were very squishy. Yeah, okay. we went to Video Country. Video um, Country. But listen, E.T. was the single VHS tape that my parents actually purchased. We owned one commercially released video, and it was fucking E.T. The That's only awkward. one. And it was the green, only right? One. Um, it wasn't. No, I actually oh, saw that when I was watching. When I was, yeah. like, so, something came up that was green. We did not have a green edition, so clearly well, my parents. No, it was bootlegged. <laughs> it, no, it was. Ah, I know. One. It wasn't you. green. I don't know. I we did. And there must have been separate releases or something because it definitely wasn't green. I would remember that. I can I can picture this. It traumatized me so hard. Jesus, but Paul. <laughs> I remember, and we'll get to it in my notes. The actual the, the various moments when this movie traumatized me, but it like. It really did it, a number on me, and I remember a lot about this movie, except when I was screaming, and apparently I blacked out and blocked out parts of this movie. But the, here's here's another little bit of information for you. Not only was this the only VHS tape that my family actually <laughs> owned, <laughs> uh, for a while, McDonald's did a promotion with E.T., and apparently we received one of the et posters that was part of a promotional tie-in with mcdonald's and i know it was a mcdonald's poster because it had a little uh the little golden arches in the sure. corner and of course me being absolutely fucking terrified of et of course my parents thought that this would be a good idea to put the et poster up in my room so that et stared at me while i slept and the scared the fuck? shit out of me i don't know what was that this whole et connection like i was so terrified of et and one of the bathrooms in our house um had it like sort of a long skinny bathroom and it had a, a doorway on either end and i didn't like to go to the bathroom in this bathroom because i was scared that fucking et was gonna come Jesus in Christ, from the other door <laughs> Dude. I'm serious. I was traumatized with you. And your parents were like, let's hang up this. And, and my parents are like, yeah, it's cool. Like, you must love E.T. You're always hey, talking hey, about Paul. aliens. Hey, Paul. Click yeah, the no, link. I'm not going to click the link, Beth. I, <laughs> I found the poster, everybody. Uh, and... Yeah, yeah. Um, this is not the poster. This is not the poster. There's a collection I, have, I, don't think. I okay. Oh, yep. I see. I had the one with ET looking happy and his fingers up, and it's just ET on the poster. It's you see the one in the lower left hand corner. That's that's the one I had, and and I was so traumatized. This is how young I was too. This poster's up in my room, and not only did I feel like I not had didn't have the self agency to like tell anyone that I hated it. I at one point tried to rip it down and couldn't because I was so terrified of E.T. You like, I, damn thing. I tore the corner off of it and that's like as far as I got and I like I can't do it. I can't. So if teeth. if anyone wants to buy this to further terrorize Paul, <laughs> it's going for a cool two hundo. Oh my uh, god. Framed. Nineteen eighty five copy right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can make it happen. You too. I must have been very, very young. Yeah, holy shit, dude. I mean, I am laughing at you because that's fucking bonkers. But also, I I get the, like, 
the sheer terror uh, of a small yeah. person, like the yeah. irrational yeah, yeah. terror of a small person. Like that's that's her. And you're laughing now, so I can laugh. I'm laughing but now. I'm yeah, laughing it's now. Not yeah. at the time. <laughs> and he could only um, tear the corner off the poster. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor thing. Yep. So that there's my and what was your childhood? Okay, well so this is the part where people boo at me. I never I never saw I never saw this movie before. Holy <laughs> crap, seriously? <laughs> oh my, oh god. my god. So okay, so I think that probably my siblings saw it with my family like when it came out ish. Yeah. But I either didn't, you know, I didn't exist yet or I was like too little to watch a movie and then I just never fucking saw it. Holy crap. There was a couple movies that were like 80s classics that I never saw and then I watched later on and for some reason E.T. was not one that I ever went back and watched and I knew a couple things. Obviously, I know the E.T. and Elliot on the bike in front of the moot, like obviously, and that's the Amblin Entertainment. Like I know that. I remember seeing a flash, like literally probably two minutes of the scene of all scenes where he's fucking in, like dying in the medical tent. I was like, what the sweet fuck is this? Like, (laughs) so I only knew like two to three scenes. I knew baby Drew Barrymore was in it. You know, I had seen clips and bits of it, but I had never seen it. And I knew I've I've wanted to watch it as an adult, but then when, since we started doing this podcast, I knew we would cover it eventually, and I figured I should wait to have it, you know, have my initial watch be for the podcast. So mm-hmm. I watched it for the first time two days ago. Wow! Yeah, that's, that's like truly for the first time. Like I truly didn't. I mean, I could guess the plot, but I I did not know like anything. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so having said all that, would you like to play two trivias and a lie? It doesn't no, matter if you no, want to. I don't. We're doing it. This is touching me in a bad place, Beth. Okay. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Uh, here's a uh, number one shock. I think uh, this is not a two trivia and a lie, but you said touching in a bad place and it occurred to me. I don't want to fuck anybody in this movie. <laughs> well, it's maybe the first. Maybe the first. Okay. Yeah. The concept. So thing the first, uh, the concept I mean, is what about crotch agents? Uh, no. No. Crotch keys? No. Crotch keys. I forgot. Nah. Nah. Crotch Uh, (laughs) so okay so the concept was based on a pug dog steven spielberg had as a child um et's face was inspired by those of albert einstein and ernest hemingway and (laughs) (laughs) uh doctors in the doctor scene were real doctors because spielberg felt that actors performing technical metal medical dialogue would come across as unnatural wow okay so Based on a pug. I wrote in my notes, E.T. just sounds like a pug. Did you just read my notes and fuck with me? I did not. All of Paul's notes are just sad and they say, can't sleep, E.T. will eat me. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no. Um, Okay, I just think I'll have to just buy the doctor thing. That sounds like, I mean, but wouldn't Spielberg be like, okay, actors are supposed to act? I don't know. Whatever. The doctor thing sounds like it could be true. What was the middle one? Uh, Albert Einstein and Urban Ernest Hemingway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Einstein and Hemingway. I have never heard that. I'm going to say the pug thing is too on the nose because I wrote that. I, I'm going to say number one is the fiction. 
Wow, you got it right. All right, all right, all right. right. Um, so he fucking looks like a pug, though. So um, it sounds like a pug. I I thought he sounds like a pug. So he was based on a invisible imaginary alien friend that Steven Spielberg had. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, would you like to hear some fun facts? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I would. So E.T. was an immediate blockbuster, surpassing. Wait, wait, wait. Can we back up for a second? Oh, I expose. What was the deal with Albert Einstein and Ernest Hemingway? That's, like, I get the, the that's, fa- that's just I, I, inspiration. I read that multiple places. Oh, wow, I've know. never heard that before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't picture Albert Einstein. I can't picture Ernest Hemingway. All I can think of is the mustache and the misogyny. I don't. It's hard for me to. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to see. I mean, ET has a big, huge, like that sort of. Yeah, really so large upper that. lip area. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. Okay. There was anyway. another name I kept seeing listed there, but you weren't gonna know who it was, and neither did I. Oh, so I cool. omitted okay. it. <laughs> uh, okay. So okay. Yeah. Fun facts. Yeah. Fun facts. Yeah. Yeah. It was an immediate blockbuster, surpassing Star Wars to become the highest-grossing film of all time. A record it held for eleven years until. Do you want to guess? Eleven years. 93 is Jurassic Park. Hell yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, John Williams. Um, Unlike most films, this was shot in rough chronological order to facilitate convincing emotional performances from the children. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. They really wanted the first meetings to be, you know, first meetings. And when they were saying goodbye, they really wanted it to feel like they were saying goodbye. Um, So I thought that was cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. Carlo Rambaldi, who designed the aliens for Close Encounters of the Third Kind, was hired to design the animatronics. The puppet was created in three months at the cost of $1.5 million. Um, And I have have a little – I have a lot to say about uh, puppeteers. So (laughs) a team of puppeteers controlled E.T.'s face with animatronics. Two little people, um, Tamara DeTrue and Pat Bylon, first time reading those out loud. I feel it. Feel like I did well. Uh, <laughs> as well as twelve-year-old Matthew McDemerit, who was born without legs. Is that McDemerit? Shut your fucking mouth. Uh, <laughs> Matthew Demerit. Okay. Uh, was born without legs. He took turns wearing the costume, depending on what scenes were being filmed. So hmm. the boy Demerit. Uh, Mick Demerit, no, <laughs> Demerit. Uh, he actually walked on his hands, so he played all the scenes where ET was like walking awkwardly or falling over. Huh. Uh, the head was placed above that of the actors, and the actors could see through slits in the chest. And then, ready, Caprice Ruff, a professional mime, uh, used prosthetic hands to do just the hands. Yep. So this one is, I think, a fact that everybody knows, but I had to include it just in case you didn't. This is a fact even I knew and I fucking ever see this movie. But uh, M&M's refused to be in the film uh, because they were pretty sure E.T. would scare the shit out of children and at least the shit out of Paul. Um, (laughs) And so they asked if uh, Reese's could be used and they agreed. So Hey, fun fact. You want to know a fun fact about me? I do. In a sophomore year of high school, when I had to fill out my, you know, career aptitude test, uh, my first two results were mime and puppeteer. Oh, well, that's, I thought you were telling me mortician. No, maybe that was me. That was me. No, that was <laughs> definitely you. Because <laughs> I'm a creep. Uh, mime, huh? Mime, yeah. Like, what kind of aptitude test tells a kid, like, yeah, you should probably be you a mime. never talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It was mime or podcaster. You one of- mime. Yeah, it was mime, puppeteer, and like nuclear physicist. I think was my third one. I definitely got mortician. Because <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm not a creep. Okay. Uh, what the fuck? All right. Henry Thomas <clears throat> who auditioned in an Indiana Jones costume, which is adorable. Uh, he did not do great in the audition, but got the filmmaker's attention when they had him do an improvised scene. Um, and he thought of a dead dog and he cried. <laughs> and they really thought that was special. So he got the part. Um, and oh this God. is, this is a Beth fun fact is that for some reason I thought that Henry Thomas's name was C. Thomas Howell forever and I was yesterday years old when I realized that those are different people and C. Thomas Howell's first movie is also E.T. So he's fucking in this movie but they're different people. <laughs> wow, fun fact. So I'm an asshole. People are. What? No, I know I you don't. don't. I... I know. <laughs> I know. So let me just tell you that in Rob Lowe's memoir he talks about auditioning for The Outsiders with C. Thomas Howell and in my head the entire time I was picturing Elliot from E.T. and yet when I read this I was like what in the fuck? So that's just my, but that's a Beth Headcanon fun fact. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Spielberg felt that Drew Barrymore had the right imagination for the mischievous Gertie after she impressed him with the story that she was the leader of a punk band. <laughs> and he really liked working with the kids and later said that the experience made him feel ready to be a father. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, you know, because <laughs> being a movie director and having a couple kids run around that are handled by handlers is a lot like being, yeah. being yep. a just like it. And then they go home at the end of the night. Yeah, and they, you, just like yeah, it. Just they have like tutors it. and nannies and their own parents. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe that was his parental experience. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Anyway, uh, so I like this too. The major voice work of E.T. for the film was performed by Pat Welsh. She smoked two packs of cigarettes a day, um, which gave her the voice quality that apparently Paul thinks sounds like a pog. Um so no, 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 not, no, 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 no. I, I think the breathing yes, and the noise yes, sounds like a pig being murdered and a pug. Oh, yeah. So she spent nine and a half hours recording her part and was paid $380. Um, nice. well, he also recorded 16 other people uh, and various animals. I don't have so, pug. What? Do you think I don't, she got like, do you get like a residual check then? She just got like $380 and then this movie made like a bajillion dollars know. over the last 30 years. Out. Um, yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Um, 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 the other sounds are Spielberg making noises, actress Deborah Winger, uh, his wife sleeping, uh, a burp from a film professor, raccoons, adders, and horses. I don't have pug here. So, hmm. um, during post-production, they cut a scene that featured Harrison Ford as the principal at Elliott school. <laughs> He's also the voice <laughs> of the teacher talking about killing the frogs. Um, and Steven Spielberg worked simultaneously on both films, Poltergeist and, and E.T. at the same time. And E.T., they're meant to complement each other. E.T. represents suburban dreams and Poltergeist represents suburban nightmares. And I put that okay. one last. But they're both nightmares. Okay, but so I put that one last because what we usually kind of segue into our notes at this point. And one of the first couple notes that I wrote was that those like views of them on their bikes looking down onto the, I wrote in my notes, like it looks like the fucking poltergeist movie. Like it looks like so much to me because I've seen poltergeist 9,000 goddamn times. And, um, I I mean, maybe I watched poltergeist and that's what traumatized. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I hadn't, I hadn't done the notes yet. And when I saw that, I was like, well, it makes sense to me because it mm-hmm. felt like they were filmed in very similar areas. Um, and I don't know. So anywho, how did you, Paul, were you even able to like rewatch this? Like what? I rewatched the whole thing. And, um, spoiler alert for me, this was actually a really good rewatch for me. I felt like I needed this one. It was a good one to do. Yeah, I probably yeah. haven't watched this in. I mean, I don't know if I watched it after being traumatized. I don't think I've seen the whole movie through since I was a little kid. And this was a good, it was a good a rewatch. I, I, I'm glad I did it, if that makes sense. Well, good. I'm glad it was cathartic for you. It was. It really was. Uh, but I mean, to start out this movie, it starts with like shuffling little creatures, like the, the goblins in the yeah. forest. <laughs> There's the like shifty magic. music. It's yeah, creepy music, dark. There's shirt. like an egg sack room oh, in their stupid ship. They're made out of condoms. I forgot to read you that one. <laughs> it's creepy as fuck. I said it's creepy as fuck right out of the gate. Yeah, the chase like, scene is terrifying. The, the screaming alien was, noises. Yes, I wrote. I don't like that noise. Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't like that noise. Uh, why? And then I wrote, "Why do we keep looking, looking at crotch keys?" Crotch keys. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like my third note. Yep. <laughs> I wrote, these are the most ineffective flashlight men ever. Puddles, flashlights, bumbling. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I, whole I thing is a shit show. I, I wrote, there's so much tension, I'm going to puke. This, I was not into this <laughs> oh, at this yeah, point. Oh, yeah, you're like, I can't, I can't do I it. I can't do this. But then, uh, but then, and you're like, this is fine. Right, but before that, I was like, so here's the thing, though. Uh... I didn't. I didn't remember that these were like government agents. I thought they were just sort of some yahoos with a pickup truck at the beginning. Like yahoo. <laughs> and I was like, these guys, because then they come on the ship in the woods, and I'm like, oh, these guys are screwed for the rest of their lives. They're going to be drinking at a bar, telling people how they saw an alien. <laughs> but like, but I also don't understand. This is supposed to be like an advanced. This is a problem I have with this movie, among others, but a more cerebral problem than like uh, emotional problem. Which is, what the fuck is wrong with these aliens? These are supposed to be, like, aliens who are tied emotionally to each other. And E.T. doesn't make it back to the ship. So they're just like, ah, peace out, dude. See you later. Well, and they, they take off without him. were coming. Maybe they thought he died. I don't know. Because his little, like, heart know. light. I don't fucking know. Maybe there's a radius on the heart light. <laughs> yeah, but he comes to life later when they get closer. This is I don't reality, know. Greg. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> So, <laughs> but um, then yes, I love the D and D scene now. When I saw yeah. this movie, I I know I had absolutely no idea what was going on so, with the D and D. Um, couple things I will say is that because I never saw this, and then I've seen so many other things that pay homage to this, uh, it felt like I could see all those places, but it felt not like a knockoff of those other things. But it was so easy to see. Like how many times it felt like I was watching Stranger Things or how many yeah, times yeah, yeah, it yeah. felt like I was watching even the X-Files where they're running around with the flashlights. Like it just there was there was a bunch of times watching it where I felt like I was watching other things. But while they're playing d and I'm watching it and I'm, I'm like, whatever. I'm like, this is like a great 80s beginning of a movie with the dorks. And then I hear the mom and I'm like, what the fuck is the mom doing there? And they're like, is that kid <laughs> smoking? And then she yelled and I didn't know it was D Wallace at that point. And, uh, fucking, I was like, that's the mom from A Christmas Story. Like, the voice when she says the first <laughs> thing, I was like, that sounds like Ralphie! Like, yeah. 
Why is there rain on their table? Oh, I saw that too, actually. Two cans. Yeah, two cans. Um, maybe there were like, bugs on set? I don't know. It was like the fucking, what's that thing, the gun? Like, you can't. Chekhov's gun? Yeah, you can't have two like cans. Like, there's going to be, and then not use them? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? Chekhov's raid can? I don't think that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, I, I think, okay, Elliot's brave as shit through this whole movie. This kid yes, has this kid balls of steel. Uh, he's like, he, he's like, I saw something out there, and they think it's a coyote. And then he goes out. He's going to sleep outside by himself at 2 what? in the morning. He's like out there. Wait, yeah, maybe it's a coyote. Is this the part where the single 80s mom lets those children take knives outside? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the 80s, man. Like, it's, it, we're lucky they didn't have guns. And also, those prints do not fucking look like coyote. Didn't I say No, that? no, 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 they don't. And I wrote that in my notes, too. They see them later. And like, it was, like, not. very recently where I was, like, it is a pet peeve of mine when people are, like, oh, that dog. And I'm, like, it does not fucking look like a dog. Like, stop <laughs> acting like things look like dogs that are not dogs. Did we talk about evolution? Maybe, at like, the end yes, of evolution. we definitely yeah. said. And then, anyway, also, no douchebag talk in my house, which I like. That's <laughs> 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 fucking dumb. Um, uh, so then this- they have... They have corn randomly, and I was like, yeah, this this fucking looks like... Okay, uh, tell me about the corn, because... So, this is theoretically set in, like, southwestern California or something. It's definitely in California, because they point to California on the map multiple times with E.T. Correct, correct. Where the fuck is this cornfield that's their backyard, and he's out in the cornfield? That makes no sense. I don't Uh, get the corn, but (laughs) I do. This is my first... Not my first. The first was the screaming, but this is another one of my terrifying memories is when Elliot first oh, sees, sees him E.T. In the court. And, then and they scream at oh, each other, and I'm like, oh, I just died. Why does he seem, like, slimy? And then... Yes, like, he's very slimy. Also, signs. So, like... Now, when you watch signs, you're like, oh, they're, like, running in the corn, and it's really scary. So, like, fucking corn stalks are scary as shit. Um, <laughs> I'm not scared of corn. Maybe no, that's I grew up in the Midwest. Here's a signs fun fact. Normally, crop circles are in wheat crop, but yeah. they put them in corn stalks in the movie Signs because it's scarier to be surrounded by corn stalks than it is to be by, like, me. Like corn stalks are fun, man. Corn maze, that's he a fun He walks time. behind the rows. Fucking. Uh, no, I don't mind corn. Children um, of corn. I like a corn maze, but during spooky season. I am a child of the corn, though. Are you he who walks behind the road? <laughs> Absolutely. Fuck that. Uh, baby penis, penis breath. Penis breath. <laughs> I'm going to call everybody penis breath from now on. That is my favorite thing ever. And she, this mom, is me because she's like, fuck it, don't say that. And she's laughing. Like, it's so good. I have a question for you, Beth. Have you ever slept outside no. in, in nothing? In I nothing? No, no, okay. I, have not. I was pretty sure I knew the answer to that question, but uh, just, just. I mean, curious. here's the thing. I actually enjoy camping, and I'm not afraid of like sleeping in a tent. I mean, I'm a little afraid, but like, I don't. I. <laughs> <laughs> but I've done. Paul just spit his drink. <laughs> I'm a little afraid of everything. Let's be real. Like, I listen mm-hmm. to a lot of true crime. Bitches die in the woods, but. Um, but I, I've done tents and stuff, but no, in no universe is my ass want to lay in my own backyard, 20 <laughs> feet from my comfortable bed with my white noise and my weighted blanket. Fuck you to next Sunday. I'm, just, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm like, if you're old enough to want to do backyard sleepovers, it's not going to be me. No. Okay. No, I'm not fun. We can it, have- see, 
we can Kim's have sleeping out there made me want to go sleep in the backyard if it wasn't like 35 degrees out and lay on a blanket and look at the stars and then we can go the fuck inside to our beds because it's <laughs> terrible everybody gets dew on them everything is mysteriously damp fuck you yeah, but that's okay. I won't say anything about mysterious dampness. Um, oh, goddamn. <laughs> uh, anyway, my next notes are just in- incoherent. Trail of Reese's Pieces makes gross noises. He falls. Okay, wait a minute, though. Here's, here's, here's another big red flag for me. I'm having trouble with the concept of this alien who has apparently mastered interstellar travel, but also follows a trail of Reese's Pieces bait into a house. Like, where is the intelligence level? Okay. He's kind of like... You're a super intelligent psychic alien who has an interstellar spaceship, but you're like... I would like yeah, to- I'll just follow this trail of Reese's pieces. Here's what I have to say to you. Motherfucking crotch keys also reaches down and eats a ground. I wrote that in my notes too. How gross. What the fuck is wrong with you? I've been outside for three days. So yeah, exactly. how you can shit? No. <laughs> that's yeah. the that's the most likely part. My ass will eat mystery candy from anywhere. <laughs> I'm sure I've told you the story about the middle school custodian and the chocolate. I'm sure I've told you. Probably. I don't remember it so, right now, but yeah. Well, I won't. I won't. When I worked in, I worked in the middle school for one year and I, the kids are always trying to bring you baked goods and you're like, oh, thanks. And then you throw them out because you're pretty sure right. there's goods in them. Yeah. But immediately after doing that, the next day I would come in and there would be little chocolates on my desk from a mystery admirer. And you better believe I'd eat those fuckers every day. And I had no idea where they came from. So <laughs> I guess I would follow the Reese's species. That's true. Trail. Yeah. Yeah. Crotchkeys just straight up eats the Reese's Crotchkeys he found on the floor. <laughs> and he crunches it obnoxiously. Yep. yep. You have to I, know that he's eating it, even though you can only see his crotch. I so. have a funny sound effect eating story. Would you like to hear it on a total tangent? Is that a real? That can't be a real thing. A uh, sound yeah. effect eating story. Okay. So when I was a youth, uh, my friends and I made a home movie for an entire summer that was a zombie film, and mm-hmm. we the like sound you do. Like as one does. And the yep. sound effect of the zombies biting people was someone standing near the camera with a big crunchy apple and going into the apple. <laughs> ah, that's and awesome. That's real Is this someone I know? Uh, all everyone you know. Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with. Yes. And I think that was the first person to die. I was like the evil scientist that created the zombie in one Ah, uh, yes, okay. And so I was like ad libbing and waiting for someone to chop me and then someone was standing next to the camera with an apple and oh, it was awesome. high art yep. um, did you go to any festivals with this movie or? <laughs> no is this a movie I can still watch can we watch this for oh that's so disappointing no, right, listen, that would be a perfect Patreon no <laughs> oh. those fuckers are listening and they want to blow you up my better phone. find it if you're listening <laughs> find your recording <laughs> of fuckers who might be listening also don't want their teenage dumbasses to be <laughs> either so no my, my my last question about this was it a sexy zombie movie we were like in i well, we were in high school i no no okay there okay. was a scene with a couple where they were like sitting in bed talking but they weren't like fully clothed like but it was i don't sexy. mean like a sex scene i mean like was were the zombies sexy like was no, this are sexy? zombies uh, sexy no no i mean have you been to halloween parties <laughs> where paper clips are sexy <laughs> um 
So I yeah. Drew Flashgirt so, is adorable. Okay, she's adorable. I have more to say on that in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, he lures him into the house. They're talking, and then he just fucking passes out. Like, yeah. And I've not seen this yet, and I'm like, what is happening? Is he like? <laughs> is it magic? Does he pass? Is he in a coma? Like, what's happening? And I, all I knew was that at some point he ends up in the hospital. So I was like, is it now? Like, <laughs> um, and then we go, hey, and, what? What do you think about, I actually thought that the visual effect of E.T. was pretty good for almost 40 years Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. I think, I didn't even think about it. So it still really holds up. I think they could go a long way with, like, low lighting and, yeah, and like, practical effects. Honestly, but... Paul, like, I didn't think about it at all. It didn't give me pause, and that makes me realize how good it still looks. Mm-hmm. Because every time we watch something and we see something that looks shitty, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> right? I thought it stood up pretty well. Mm-hmm. And he has great eyes. They actually They're... specifically went and studied glass eyes and stuff. To... Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. And the kids – when they were doing their face-to-face dialogue, they couldn't look at both eyes, so they all agreed they were going to pick one to stare yeah. at when they were talking. Um, you know what's kind of depressing? What? He fakes being sick by putting – he does the same th- – well, I mean, Ferris Bueller does the same thing he does, which is put the thermometer in the on the light, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly what Steven Spielberg used to do to fake sick. You can't do that anymore. Oh, because they have – yeah. It's you like a digital film. But you can stick that shit in your armpit. Why is your wait? Why is your armpit going to be any warmer than? Are you kidding me? Then what? Your mouth? They take your temperature in your armpit when you like. They take little kids' temperature in their armpit on purpose when they go to the doctor, though. Yeah, I guess that's a flaw in my life. I don't know. I was always <laughs> actually sick. I, I didn't really ever break sick. I was actually sick, and I went yeah. to school. So <laughs> I, I know. I think I tried the the. Uh, thermometer in the light one time and because i i'm the the son of a nurse and she didn't fall for that shit and i was only like the only way i was staying home is if i had an actual fever if i was you know actively dying then i could stay home but really funny um we randomly cut back to the flashlight men and that's where crotch keys eats the ground candy (laughs) Uh, i'm sick and then i just wrote dogs and aliens bad mix uh-huh. And then when the brother gets home, he's wearing a Space Invader shirt. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, the screaming. I, I have seen baby Drew Barrymore uh, scream like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my next note is that the is where I noticed that the landscape reminds me of the of Poltergeist. Yeah. yeah. Um, so here's There are the- a lot of dark shots with creepy lighting and unsettling yeah, music. There's yeah, a lot right. of unsettling music in this movie. There really is. So let's take a minute to talk about Baby Drew Barrymore. And we can oh, jump okay. around in the plot. But this child is five years old. No. How old is your child? Five. For, for the listener, I know how old this child is. My child yeah. is four and a half. My child's not doing any of this shit. Uh... I mean, she's smart, and she can do the things, and she would definitely, like, teach an alien to talk because she fucking never stops talking. But the part where they, like, send her off in a costume to, like, wait and be a part of the plant, like, they're just like, yeah, go for it on your own to the lookout. And she's like, okay, fuckers, I'll see you there. Like, she's five. <laughs> How old is Drew Barrymore actually in this movie? Five! Yeah, see, I, I, I think my son would be fine with this 
with everything she's doing in this movie. I think I, my daughter four would and a half. All with with the making friends with the alien. Like I think she would do yeah. that. I think she'd be afraid at first. She was afraid of Santa this year, but like. Uh, my brother-in-law came in as Santa and it scared the absolute shit out of her. <laughs> but like, I I feel like, um, and she's very sweet with the pets. I think she would be befriend the alien and then repeat back the goofy things, which is also a thing from Signs, the repeating back the adult conversations yeah, yeah. from Signs. Um, but the whole part where they like send her off to go meet them and like she's just waiting there, like <laughs> would like climb the fence, start a fire, run away. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You you just doxed your kid too. Uh, I did. You know, say, I that, did. say that again. I'll take it out. I'll take it out. But yes, my son would absolutely probably do all of this stuff. And if I if we said to him like, "Hey, go wait by the fence over there for an hour," he'd be like, "All right, cool." Yeah. No, <laughs> mine. My daughter would not wait for more than two and a half minutes. I mean, he would get in a lot of trouble, but he would stay by the fence. Yeah, no. Like he, he, the kind of trouble he would get in would be like his pants would be ripped in half and he would Absolutely. be filthy yeah. and yeah, like yeah, there yeah. would be some damage to the fence, but he would <laughs> stay there. See, I feel like my daughter would climb the fence and be gone to freedom. <laughs> like I just don't. I don't know. She just wouldn't. Whatever. I don't know. Um. Also, baby Drew gives me major my daughter vibes. Like she just, uh, yeah. just like my younger what like it just she's i just want to eat her whole face she's the fucking <laughs> cutest um i still think she's adorable as like a grown-ass woman i'm very fond of her i um but i just thought she was so goddamn cute it was like distracting to me uh, well later on not that far along actually at some point uh the mom leaves gertie on her own to get to go get Ellie. yeah she's like, like bye and it's like why would you not Why just, you just take, take her with her? You, you yeah, probably I didn't even know. put that fucking that in the car seat at that too. point. <laughs> um, did they really the laundry basket they... back seat? What? Yeah. <laughs> hey, did they really um fucking chloroform live frogs in classrooms? Oh, I think so. I never did this. I wrote this in my notes too. I we never dissected anything alive. Yeah, oh, we... maybe we did like a flatworm. No, so that was we technically alive. We dissected fetal pigs, and they. And maybe like a bug. They're not alive. It's they're, they're already they were, dead. Yeah. They're already dead. So I was like real freaked out by the live frogs and that just the logistics of wanting to have a big old aquarium of live frogs for like the day or two that it would take you to <laughs> there do There were that. way more frogs in this oh scene my God, than would have yes. been required so anyway, by the... Fucking free the frogs. That was real funny. Um, but we did – wait a minute. No, I'm trying to – I in my – let's see. Freshman biology class – I can't remember if the, we did a squid, and I don't remember if the, somebody yes. can help me out. It was a squid. I think actually Brian M was my partner in freshman biology. Brian, tell me if the squid was alive when we started or dead when we started, because I don't remember. It could have been either. Fucking gnarly, man. I don't like. Yeah, that's it. pretty gnarly. Um. So then. Also, that- wait a minute. We gotta back up because they say you have zero charisma, man, and that's like the oh, most D and D nerd insult so ever. God, I wrote that down too. <laughs> Yes, I love that. Zero charisma. That's my new insult. Uh, <laughs> penis breath. Fucking penis breath. Um, also, so Peter Pan is some racist shit, man. Oh, my God. Yes and a half. Yes, yes. We have Fuck debated me. a lot about showing our, son's, uh, our son Peter Pan. So listen I, to the Judge John Hodgman where they talk about that. There's a whole episode mm. where they talk about Peter Pan. It was very insightful, I thought. Anywho. I was watching it and I really recognized that blonde girl 
uh, that he smooches. Do you want to know who that is? <laughs> Erica. Nope. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, anything. you're going to tell me. Yep. I'm not going to say the name right because I wrote it in messy handwriting. Erica Olaniak. She is in Ready for Dello of Blood, the tale, one of the tales from the Crypt movies. Oh, also, nice. I think I saw that. You sure did. Also Baywatch and also a Playboy. So, mm-hmm. fun fact, also Drew Barrymore was in Playboy. <laughs> so, I didn't know that. Uh-huh, 1995. So, <laughs> I looked it up for for science. Right. Um, so many, so yeah, so many frogs that kiss. Um, there's so many hoppers. They're just everywhere. <laughs> they are everywhere. And wait, we got it. We have, um, I wrote, imagine going as a terrorist for Halloween. Oh, Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, but I feel like this is a Halloween movie. It's no wonder it's fucking terrifying. It this is, is a Halloween movie. I like when baby Drew is trying to tell the mom about, about E.T. and she hits him with the door and then she goes real throwaway yeah. line. Oh, I think you killed him already. Like, <laughs> yeah. just like really good delivery. And I wanted to tell you about, oh, I think you killed him already. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> this is really funny to me. Um, oh, I, and then I like how she comes upstairs in trouble and she just goes, I'm not paying for frogs. <laughs> so, we are we are rapidly approaching the point where I can't talk about this anymore. But I do think before we get to that point, number one, we have the iconic shot of him biking in front of the moon. Oh, it's so good. Gambling entertainment, which is like a whole thing. And I wanted to mention earlier, too, when you said, like, this is Stranger Things vibes and all this stuff. There's a whole ass RPG you can play called Kids on Bikes. And it's a whole thing. Holy um, shit. Just a thing. Kids Wait, on Bikes. Um, can we talk it's pretty cool. about the mom's sexy dress? Like, I'm the cat, are you talking about the cheetah cat lady or okay. cheetah cat fairy? Yeah, what the fucking um, is she like? I don't know what costume it is. Like, yeah, I don't know. Because it's like a weird thing where you're like, is she mad that they're not home? It's Halloween, like, but also she looks like she's almost she goes, mad that she was like, not, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he thinks Yoda's his bro. Yoda recognizes him, which puts yeah, him yeah, yeah I like the Yoda reference. <laughs> um, and she's I knew, I knew when we got on their bikes, I was like, I'm about to see the bike scene. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's beautiful. And then the mom seems, like, pouty instead of worried that they're late. Like, that just that right. whole vibe. Right, right, right. Um, and then <laughs> I wrote about crotch keys. Why do I keep expecting the guy from Jaws? Like, <laughs> I have yeah. to fill his face in, and for some reason, yeah, like, yeah. I'm filling him in with the guy from Jaws. Like, he was just. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and now in my notes, I'm to the point where we just have to black out for a while and not talk about the the traumatic experience of E.T. like dead in the river. Yeah, that's, that's that. It doesn't have to look so much like a corpse. I'm it say. is awful. That is the exact scene. Him like when the older brother finds E.T. Yeah. E. laying next to the river. Right. Right. That is like I just lose my goddamn mind. That's also, fucking awful. Not to talk, like not to change subject, but I really like the most excellent promise you can make. I really like yeah. that they keep saying it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I actually was gonna say that I like that the brother. I wrote that in my notes um, later on. I wrote like the brother is actually kind of a pure, good-hearted older so brother. Such yeah. a big brother. Like they're actually all really sweet. Yeah, like, they are. I, like, I really like that part of this movie, and I think too. there's a lot of, of movies that kind of lean into, like, the, the shitty older brother, yes. 
Um, and no, I, he's yeah. very sweet and, and yes. very sweet to the sister. And, you know, it, it's not like the mom is portrayed as like not having it together a ton, but it's her, you know, it's portrayed as that she's having a hard time. I like when she's pulling right. out, it's just like Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, they're, they're really, really sweet. Like she's doing a good job in that sense. Um, how mm -hmm. fucking scary do the, the cops, the fucking flashlight guys have to be when they show up in their spacesuits? Like, why do they have to be so scary? Oh, they're terrible. That, that's part of like, so that that is also like, the, the bubble they build around the astronaut suits. Like that was all super traumatic to me. Oh, I yeah. don't understand. They build that whole bubble and then they throw those guys in there with like really, like they have some guys in spacesuits that are totally yeah. hermetically sealed, yeah. and then they just have all these guys who are like wearing shitty so, surgical masks. So I don't here's, understand. Here's what I I found interesting. So they do all that, and they seem really scary, and you're worried. Like as a as someone who like now has watched a million, you're worried they're gonna like be shitty and take over and not let the you know alienate the family for haha ha, alienate uh like the family from the. Man, Crotch Keys is so nice when we finally. I wrote that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I definitely missed the part. I wrote. I was not. I missed where he was helpful. I was not expecting that either. And I wrote, I was probably just screaming through this whole oh, section right. of the he movie. Oh, right. never remembered so. it. Like, yeah. he was kind. And it wasn't. At first, I was even, like, so distrusting that I thought it was going to be fake nice. Like, right. that he was going to lean down and get on Elliot's level and be sweet to him and then stand up and be like, kill it. Like, you know, like, I just didn't, yeah. I didn't trust Cratch Keys. And, and I was so pleasantly surprised. And then yeah. the way that they, that, so that fact that I read you, that really was real doctors. So that, yeah. that really like 80s looking guy with the mustache and the what, like he was an anesthesiologist, like they were real doctors and they were told to treat the, the puppet like it was a real patient. And um, I just thought that was so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this I I actually also think that Elliot is a he. Um, what's his name? Shit, I knew his name for a second. Okay. The kid who plays Elliot does actually a pretty good job of acting it's in this movie. It's not. No, but he um like he's supposed does a good job of like pretending to be dying and, and this for, like for how old he is and then his fake crying so they're like he's trying to fake cry to throw them up oh when he fake yes i'm like this kid's a fucking genius he is a genius his fake crying is on point when he sees but, the flowers he like doubles yeah, yeah, yeah. down it's so good it's so uh, good he, the death of E.T. was really, it really wrecked me this time around. I, I, and I was mad. I was about to mad text you. Like, can't we fucking make me watch this and feel my own feelings? <laughs> I was so mad. And Justin's going, calm down. Give it a chance. You still don't yeah, have yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and, um, fucking, I love, though, when he wakes back up and he, he's all excited and, and the kid's like, shit, shut the fuck. And he's trying to close the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so many more notes and it's like over. I yeah, I, uh, I don't have too many more notes. What? <laughs> like the brother, all the brothers' lines in that scene. I've never driven forward before. We're all gonna <laughs> die, and I'm never gonna get my license. Like, but then the best line of all, besides penis breath, is this is reality, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I yeah, I on as hell. Do you think that if this movie came out today, it would still be a blockbuster? Well. 
I don't know. Well, here's the thing. This is like a wormhole, like chicken or the egg situation, because I think people really love like Stranger Things. And I was going to say with the popularity of Stranger Things, they'd love this movie. But Stranger Things is only popular because people love DT. So I don't fucking know. <laughs> but so like, here's the thing. This is an alien movie with basically no action sequences to speak of like the, the action sequence the, the biggest action sequence is the bike chase with the kids right. and well, there's and no I, like explosions I there's no nothing. about the guns you guys know that right that they like when they yeah, yeah, yeah. okay with the walkie-talkies yeah, yeah, yeah. Of um yeah. here's the thing but like it's just there's no death really well, there's some i never fucking saw it before and when he made them fly i had actual real fucking chills and i was like yeah yeah in my seat yeah, yeah. Like, so i do think so i mean i don't okay. know yeah you're right here maybe drew you know he says be good and my poor uh-huh. little heart and he says ouch and he says be good like all of that and then at my last note is i totally see why this is a classic like yeah and my last note or my almost last note is Fucking John Williams is a goddamn genius. Dude is a fucking genius. I don't like. I'm sorry for you about that. When they were composing that and he was working on finishing that up and and finishing all of that and putting it together, usually they compose to the final thing, but they actually re-edited a little bit to make it fit what he wrote, like when they take off. Yeah, because he's the best, because his music is better than anything they're going to come up with. What you're doing, I'm just going to let you know. And so I thought that was super bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This I wrote. I needed this one. This was a good rewatch for me. Yeah, I, yeah. Very cathartic, and I don't know. I would. I, I don't know if you're there yet, but I would put this in my canon. I would. Show yeah, this. So not I, like it as a tiny little baby kid, though. Don't show this to your fucking three year old or how the old I was. But like, no. my kids yeah. would definitely be scared of this. But um, I got to tell you, it goes in mine, and I never saw it before, so I wasn't. I was wondering if I would think, oh, it's good, but I don't need to. Like, no, I really liked it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Okay, so everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. If you want more nerdy goodness, follow us online. We're at NerdCanon on Twitter. We're NerdCanon Podcast on Instagram. Please consider finding us on Patreon, patreon.com slash NerdCanon. We have all sorts of goodness there. We're playing games. We're hanging out. Um, it's a really good time. There's bonus episodes, so go there. And we'll see you in two weeks with what, Paul? Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Okay, uh, until next time. Keep center to live. Okay, so we're doing E.T. first, so let me open it up. and E.T. Right phone hub. E.T. phone hub. Uh, I'm going to need you to put that in there. Um, so I... <laughs> so. Hey, so FYI, I have three bad synopses for E.T., but I don't know what... The, I didn't know how to do Animaniacs bad synopsis, like... Did you want extra credit for having... I want extra credit because I fucked it up so many times before. I want extra credit. Uh, Okay, well, I guess permission granted. I don't know. All right, all right.